Welcome to the Anecdotal Affairs from the Wonder Womb Nurse and Beyond. This podcast gives insight into the world of labor and delivery nursing. Join me as I share funny stories, explore spirituality, discuss health and wellness, provide updates on current events in the field of obstetrics, and shed light on the adversities faced by nurses, especially travel. Through a combination of roundtable discussion, interview, and solo shows, I aim to raise awareness, advocate for important causes, share my own personal experiences, inspire, build community, offer support, entertain, have fun, educate, and foster meaningful discussions. Welcome. Thank you, everybody, for joining. I have a special guest today. I have Audrey McCullough. Uh, she's a registered nurse, and she is growth marketing associate at Trusted Healthcare. It's one of the agencies that I did sign up with. Um, it's a very uh, individual-driven agency that appeases more to the traveler being their own recruiter, um, signing up for their own assignments. So I'm going to leave it to... Uh, Miss Audrey to introduce herself. Hello, Miss Audrey. Thank you for joining. Hi. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on today. Um, it's it's great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate your time and and diving into some uh, good details and finding out and for nurses to find out and not be so scared of the non-scary world of travel nursing, leaving the bedside. So can you briefly introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about your nursing background? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was a pediatric critical care nurse for about eight years. Um, and I traveled for about half of those. Um, so throughout my career, I started off in the pediatric ER. Um, and then from there, I transitioned into critical care transport. Um, I took like a permanent staff job to get that experience kind of mid travel career. And then that helped me transition into pediatric ICU travel nursing um, after that when I was ready to travel again. So I, through those years of traveling, I took, I think I worked in like eight states, um, worked with several different agencies, um, included, including Trusted, um, and, you know, eventually uh, left the bedside. But, you know, I look back on my nursing profession as just some of the best and most fulfilling years uh, in my career thus far. Yeah, bedside to backpack is not so scary. I know that individuals, especially myself, being a little bit older, we start thinking about 401k and um, insurance and longevity. And the thing is, is that I feel in the next five years, travel is going to be a lot more important than we really see. And the reason why is because people are are really not happy at the bedside. People want to see more. And I think that now with all of the options that we have in travel, you know, all of the, the 401ks, the benefits, the being able to have our family coming with us, the housing opportunities, the stipends now mass matching the GSA. I think that those opportunities will open up for a lot more travelers to come in, huh? I think you're totally right. And, you know, we've been asking as like staff bedside nurses, we've been asking for higher pay for 
ever, as long as I've been a nurse and I'm sure longer. And it just like hasn't happened in the way that I think that it's needed to. So of course, those jobs like do provide a different level of stability. But to your point, travel nursing is becoming more of a lifestyle that people with families can do people who are getting ready to start a family. Like it's not just for your young single nurse, people of all ages and stages of life are getting into it. Right. And another appealing thing to travel now more so than before is that you don't have to be a certain amount of ready. You can come in with your basic certifications. And if you're developing how you said you developed into transport. I myself am looking into develop into an OB ALS transport um, so that I can add that to my resume. And travel companies are now reimbursing full top dollar, dollar to dollar for what you spend out in your travel that what your normal bedside nurse would see probably maybe 80% of the time. Now travel companies have acknowledged that need and, and they're actually doing it too. Yeah, I do think that the opportunities to develop professionally and get that continuing education and advanced certifications are being like that is something that's being recognized more by travel agencies as just like something that's really important to travel nurses. Um, Because I know that like when I was traveling, it used to be if like your hospital, if you were a staff nurse, took care of all of your like training and certifications, but anything like once you left kind of like the the cover of your staff facility was on you. Um, oh, yeah. So we are, we are seeing more and more that agencies are supporting nurses in that way. Yeah. I, I actually went out I, now NRP is something I'm, you're probably very familiar with in the ER world. Mm-hmm. So I'm an NRP uh, instructor as well. And I did that to appease where I'm going because there's a lot of travelers that search for NRP certification uh, checkoff places. And there's not many of them. I mean, pretty much zero to none. So I've actually found and been fortunate that in the States that I've been, I've actually been fortunate enough to have at least two or three people said, hey, can we meet up and go over our skills and do my skill sign off? So that's been very rewarding because I can actually give back in the travel world. I'm looking to get uh, more certified in in other areas so that I can also offer that back. And then, you know, way back when it was that your CEUs and all that you developed in your facility. So as a bedside nurse, you were open to having all those CEUs, all of that criteria, you had it at your fingertips. But now in the travel world, we're offering that too, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, what's interesting, it's something that I used um, when I was travel nursing. Um, and I know that it happened because of COVID, but it's something that has been able to continue is these like virtual certification courses. And like I did mine through, I think like ACTNT healthcare services. And they, like I signed up for a course and because previously you could only do like the, the like uh, book course online and then you still had to go in for a skill session, but they would actually like mail you a dummy, all of the equipment that you needed for that course and schedule a Zoom with you so that you are actually performing those skills live on camera. And so it it was truly a virtual skill session. And so because of tools like that, things are just like way more accessible for travel nurses to, to stay up to date, certified, and continue to progress professionally. 
And it also helps balance the home life, which leads me to my next question. How did your home life and education and family, how did that impact through the years? Yeah. Um, So the first emergency department that I worked in um, was really like family. And I, I'm sure, you know, like nurses just like have this special bond, but this ER was just extremely tight knit. Um, I was working at children's hospital of Alabama in Birmingham and we saw so much trauma. Like I was not prepared for the amount of trauma that I saw and experienced, but I was surrounded by a team that was really supportive and taught me something new every single day. Um, I I had the most amazing educator there, um, Lisa Maloney, if she ever hears this, she was awesome. She taught me so much. Um, and maybe even more than that, she um, believed in me and just like my potential as a nurse. And I think that that belief like that she had in me allowed me to believe in myself and accelerated my professional growth. Mm-hmm. So I, when I left to travel, I was 25, you know, I had, I was living like in uh, my own apartment in Birmingham, but I was like, I'm ready, ready for a bit of a new adventure. Um, and I had the time of my life. I was one of like the, the single travel nurses, like mid twenties, um, just having like so much fun. Um, but of course, like with all of that fun comes like some loneliness and like nothing in my family had really changed. Like the rest of my family lives in Georgia and Tennessee. I was just like living further from them than I ever had before. And same thing with friends. Like I left my friend groups behind. Um, so it was definitely a big transition to go from like that comfort zone and like being in that bubble of like my friends, my family, my work family, and putting myself into that new situation. But I learned so much about myself and met like a group, my very first travel assignment, I met a group of girlfriends that they're still my best girlfriends this day. Um, and so I think that travel nursing is cool in that way because it takes a certain mindset to go and do it. And you end up meeting other people that have that like shared mindset and sense of adventure or ambition or whatever it is that's driving them. So it allows you to like really connect to, to some interesting people that like are very similar to you in a lot of ways, but different enough to keep it exciting. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like your yin to your yang to to your uh to your definition. It makes it so that if somebody who's super introvert may be able to develop self-develop some extrovert type personalities and you know, making friends everywhere. You know, some people are in their circle. They're they love routine. They want ABC every single day, working their 12s, coming in, clocking in 6.45, out at 7.15. It's so different. And it's so much more acceptable now. What I have found in the different places I've been, I, you know, they joke around. I'm like, oh, will you stay? And I'm like, look, I'm here for a good time and not a long time. That's my famous catchphrase now. And I really, um, before when I started doing travel, I would stay. So I would take an assignment 13 weeks and they would ask me to extend. And I would stay. Oh, we love you. Can you please stay? Okay. And then they would ask me to stay another 13 weeks. And by the time I knew it, I was there nine months. Let me tell you, my Miami family, to your point, 
I have a Miami family when I was traveling at um, a hospital in Miami, South uh, uh, Baptist Hospital of South Miami on 73rd. Debbie Poole was the educator. And even though I was a traveler, she just put me under her wing. Like if I was one of her own, like if I was one of the girls that she had always worked with on the floor. And really a lot of what I have in my labor and delivery skills, my mindset, my critical thinking came from Debbie. And the girls that I have there are my sisters. We have such a sisterhood. We still keep in contact to what you were saying. We still keep in contact. Birthdays. I have one girlfriend and I'm going to put, I am going to name her out. Her name is Roma. Me and Roma, she's an introvert person and I'm an extrovert by nature. And we just were like our, each other's yin to our yang instantly. Mm-hmm. When I left, when I left Miami to go to Tampa, it hurt us both so much. And that's why today, even to this day, she went on and had a, a, a baby later. And we, you know, we still keep in contact. Like I followed her through all her journeys and she still followed me through all of mine, even though we live miles apart. It's just wonderful. The connections that you can make as a travel nurse. So when you transitioned to, when you did transition to travel from the bedside, what was your biggest deciding factor? Like, how did you come up with it? Like one day you just woke up and was like, oh, it's time for me to get on the road. Backpack, here it is. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Uh, It was a bit of a decision that I think caught my family off guard a little bit um, because I grew up in, I said my family's in Georgia and Tennessee, very Southern family and everybody kind of like stays in the Southeast. Um, But I was always a little bit of the oddball in the family, just in the sense that I always kind of had this urge to get out and experience something different. So after I had my like couple of years of experience after college, um, I had a good friend in that ER who left to travel. And, you know, I started seeing like her pictures and what she was doing. And she was out in California. And I was like, hmm, that looks really fun. But like, it seems really hard. Like, how do I do that? How do I get from like where I'm standing in this staff position with like, you know, a lease on my apartment and like all of my family ties? How do I get from that to what she's doing? Like, how do I just pick up and go? Um, Backpack. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really hard. I'd say the hardest thing was just like deciding like, I'm going to make that leap. And that is like that first step is definitely the hardest, but I did. So like, I guess the deciding factor was just the fact that I had this like inner urge to like, just get out and experience new things. And I started researching. I talked to the first agency that I traveled with was an agency that uses recruiters. So I started talking to a couple of different recruiters to kind of like feel that out. Um, And I, step by step, I just like kind of learned the things that needed to happen. And then once I had a signed contract, that was it. I was going. So the rest of the things kind of fell in line from there. Which, and you know, I, to, to the benefit of travelers and uh, uh, travelers, new travelers with recruiter relationships, I will say that it was very important for me, uh, you know, a decade ago when I started I don't want to take away from recruiters because they are important. They're like the mother from far away sometimes. So those recruiter based companies do serve a purpose, especially for those very fresh brand new nurses that 
hungry, hungry to get on the road, get that couple of years experience, and they just want to go. They just want to make a difference. They just want to see the world. Those um, uh, agencies that are recruiter-based, they do serve a purpose for those people because they act, they're the mother on the road. Mm-hmm. Which in every, you know, to, to talk about the good, I guess you have to talk about the bad too. In not every place, you're, uh, you know, travelers are very well accepted with the red carpet rolled out and welcome, you know. So to have somebody that you can call on those lonely times, like you were talking about, hey, I'm really feeling down. I'm really homesick. I really miss home. I don't want to feel like I made a mistake. Those, the, the agencies that have the recruiter base, you know, they do serve a purpose for that. But I think that nowadays, we see, we've seen that transition and there's so many establishments, so many hospitals that are now using at least 20, what I, as statistics say, 20 to 40% of hospitals are using travelers more so than per diem staff over per diem staff and over, uh, uh, like company inside travel. So mm-hmm. I think that they've embodied the need for travel nurses and they welcome them in with open arms, maybe not rolling out the red carpet, but definitely with open arms and treating them like one of their own. That's fantastic. And and like I said, the stability of it, you know, the familiarity, there's so many different aspects of travel that are very, very scary, like you said, and leaving your home and your family coming from a Southern background that had to have been very difficult. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, to your point, like there is a travel experience out there for everyone. Um, I said that I used a recruiter on my first assignment and I, like you said, I was just ready to hit the road. I didn't at that moment, like I didn't care so much about the fact that like a percentage of like basically the pool of money available was going to a recruiter's commission because they were helping me get out on my very first assignment. And what was important to me was getting on the road, getting moving and getting that momentum going. Absolutely. Um, And I think that if you're working with a recruiter, having a recruiter that you trust is so important. And like, that's not going to be every recruiter, but like a lot of people do find a recruiter who they like build a relationship with and they trust them. And so there is like, there's definitely pros and cons to the different agency models. Uh, And, you know, eventually after a couple of assignments, I ended up working with Trusted because I was like, I know how to do this. Like, I know the game now, like, I'm just going to apply to a job. And I love the fact that my nurse advocate was like actually a nurse because. Oh, yeah, that's a plus. Yeah, the assignment, like just before I made the switch, I dealt with a difficult situation where I, as a pediatric nurse, like zero adult experience ever, (laughs) was I was being asked to float to an adult ICU. And I was like, I, this does not feel safe. Like, this is not right. Like, I, the medications are different. The dosing is different. Like, everything that's going on with the adult patient is different. And I tried like explaining that to my recruiter who is not clinical and has no clinical background and, you know, works with nurses, but has never actually like worked in a healthcare facility, didn't quite like understand what my like major concern was. 
they're, you know, in their head, I'm sure they're thinking like, I see you, I see you, not realizing that like pick you and it's old I see you are like very different. Yeah, they're apples and oranges. Exactly. And so that's when I ended up turning to trusted because it was like an experience where it felt like, man, I could really use a nurse on my side, like on the other end of this phone call that like understands like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like your experience doesn't really help you out at all on an adult ICU. Yeah. Um, somebody to say, that's not fair. You're absolutely right. And I'm, I'm, con- I'm, I'm actually there for you. I'm advocating for you because I know the ins and outs of nursing and it's not safe to put somebody who only has pediatric experience in an adult world dealing with conditions and medications and a, a actually aging process in itself that has cardiac issues that, uh, you know, you don't see in pediatrics. You're right. It was a different, that's a difficult situation. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's nice. I think that as nurses, I mean, there are so many agencies and they all operate and work a little bit differently with a different model and we get to choose like Mm -hmm. that, that choice is ours. So it, that's like kind of the freedom. I mean, there's so much flexibility with travel nurses, but that's one aspect of it. Like you can choose who your employer is and you can change it every three months if you want to. So, you know, you're not like locked in, which is great. How, how do you feel that your experiences as a staff nurse either differed or helped you as a travel nurse? Yeah. Um, so I think as a staff nurse and a travel nurse, I think the most obvious thing to point to is stability versus flexibility. Um, I was used to knowing what my life would look like. I could look out on the calendar a whole year and know like what my vacations were going to be like kind of plan around my rotating schedule. Um, so going from that to only being able to look out like one to three months in advance, depending on where I was in my contract seemed a little bit daunting. Um, But once I settled into that mindset of like, this is an adventure, like I'm just going to have, I'm, if I didn't like something, it was like, well, I'm only here for 13 weeks. And if I did like something, it was like, okay, well, I could try to stay longer. Um, But in the end, flexibility for a while in my career, I think not only made me a more well-rounded nurse that made me just like a more well-rounded human. (laughs) I'm a lot more able to like take, take the punches as they come now. Um, and also the, like, along with that is a familiarity versus just like the constant adaptation that comes like staff versus traveler. Like I mentioned, I loved my children's Alabama ER family. Um, I still do. Um, and so leaving them was scary for me when I worked there, walking into work every single day felt easy, not stressful. Like I looked forward to it. I knew that like the day was probably going to be crazy with patients, but I love the people I was working with and it just felt comfortable. So walking in on a new assignment, you just feel that like little bit of just like, it's just not as comfortable. It's like, you don't know exactly what you're walking into. You're not as close with the people that like are new on this assignment. Um, but 
I promised myself when I was making that drive from Alabama to California for my first assignment, I was going to open up my mind, my personality, like I was going to be the yes person. I wanted to like smile and be like a friendly face when I walked into a room, even if I was feeling like nervous (laughs) inside. Um, But just like really put aside my shyness for a little bit to just try to like make friends quickly. And that mindset really just like proved to be my key to success as a traveler. That was just like such a huge part of life in general, like outside of work and at work as a traveler. Well, the life experiences and, you know, there's a there's a faith base behind it, regardless of what faith I, I speak all the time about faith because I'm very strong in my faith. I think that God has positioned me in a uh, put me in a position in this travel to be more self-aware, to start depending more on him and go to day by day and not plan so much ahead. I'm a very type A personality, so I plan eight years in advance. I can tell you in eight years where I want to be. And I think that God said to me, hold on, I need you to take a step back and live in the present and not live so much in the future. And I think with travel nursing, the benefit is you are planning three months in advance and then you stop and regroup. And then you plan three months in advance and you stop and regroup. There's the loneliness, there's the self-care, the the self that you have to give back to yourself. But there's also a faith that, you know what? I'm only planning three months ahead, but guess what? I'm going to make it because I know that I have a higher person, regardless of what faith you are, that is going to protect me along the way. Yep. Yeah. I think that that like you hit the nail on the head with just that, like living in the present. And I think that that like, at least for me personally, um, just that living in the present, it allowed me to appreciate the present a lot more rather than like, being in the present, but focusing on the future. Um, But it also allowed me that like time to really be in the present and really just like a lot of self-reflection. Like if I was feeling loneliness, like I was feeling loneliness and I was like acknowledging that and like, Oh yes, that's so important. Yeah. And if I was out having like a great time, I was like in that moment and acknowledging like, what was it that was making me feel like so great? And so I think like at the end of those years of traveling, by being so present, you do just have, I feel like you come out of it with a different level of just self-awareness. Like you're just more in tune with who you are, or at mm-hmm. least that was my experience. But I think that the reason for that was just that focus on being present. And also when you're at the bedside, you, if let's say kind of to, uh, to going back to your situation of um, being a pediatric nurse and asked to be moved to and asked to cover an adult adult ward, As a traveler, you almost have to go into that inner being of self-worth, of self-person and stick up for yourself because you, in working at the bedside, you have a charge nurse and a chain of command who can go up to the director, who can go up to the, or to go up to the assistant manager, to go up to the manager, to go up to the director, to then go up to the seat, all the way to the top. As a traveler, the only person you have at that particular moment to make that type of concerning, uh, you know, come to a concerning resolution is you. So again, the faith, the the putting it in. And I've always said back to the living in the present, 
I've always said the future is very anxious. You have a lot of anxiety in the future. And the past is very depressive because there's things that you would want to change. And I think that living in the present and owning your present emotions are the happiest things that, that we can be doing for ourselves. If with what advice would you offer yourself knowing now what you didn't know back then? Um, just go for it. Like, and I've talked to so many nurses who have traveled, who I think would say the same thing, because I think that so many of us can acknowledge that the biggest holdup that people hit that maybe prevent them from travel nursing is that first step, leaving their comfort zone and entering the unknown. And it can be scary, but as we were just talking about, like you can really grow as an individual and as a professional. Absolutely. Can you share a unique challenge or something that was rewarding that you may have encountered during your time as a travel nurse that maybe has made you either change your way of thinking or developed it into something different? Yeah. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to like beat a dead horse on this, but I just think it was such a, important thing for me when I was traveling was truly just leaving my comfort zone. Um, That was such a challenge, but it came with such a huge reward. Um, Like I reset my expectations for myself when I left Alabama and went to California and I challenged myself like to avoid like, to, for example, to avoid ordering takeout and eating at home alone. Like, even if that meant going to, like, the neighborhood bar restaurant down the road and, like, sitting at the bar and getting dinner by myself. Like, I challenged myself to do that, to talk to the bartender while I was there, say yes to invitations from coworkers, um, which, like, at the time... I mean, I had had like a very solid group of friends for the longest time. So like, even the thought of like making new friends seemed a bit like intimidating. Like, how do I do that as an adult? Mm -hmm. Um, But so I think that traveling, like the reward for accepting that challenge um, was that I am a stronger and better and more independent person for it. Um, those times of loneliness and moments of self-reflection, I may not have otherwise ever like slowed down enough to like have those. So those quiet moments of self-reflection can be difficult to sit with. And I think that a lot of people avoid them because of that, but I know myself very well now. And I think that being self-aware is a great strength. Yeah. And, and able to make decisions and see where your growth is because then from, so you went from bedside to backpack and then you transitioned into a different role. What motivated you to make that transition after doing all of that? Then you, I mean, you said very clearly you gained the strength and, but how did that transition you into what you're currently doing? Yeah. So there are a lot of factors, honestly. Um, You know, I mentioned when I started traveling, nothing had really like changed with me or my friends or my family, like everything was just kind of status quo. Um, And it stayed that way for, you know, four years. Um, And then COVID happened. Um, I was feeling... 
Yeah. I, I was feeling a bit burnt out and like in retrospect, honestly, I was probably burnt out before COVID and just hadn't even like realized it yet. And that just kind of like tipped me over the edge to where like, okay, yeah, like I'm feeling like compassion fatigue. Like I'm just, I'm like stressing going into work. This just doesn't feel as like light and as fun as it always has. Um, around the same time I met my husband. Um, I actually met him. I was on a travel assignment in Missoula, Montana, um, and met him. So he, yeah, met him on a travel assignment. Wow. Um, And that was 2020. And he, so he was already working remotely living out of an RV. Um, and so he went with me on my last assignment to Denver, Colorado. I finished up there and I was just like, you know, my life just looks different now. Like I'm not, I'm not the single 25 year old. Like I've, I've met this person who, you know, at the time we weren't married. I was like, who I think I want to marry. Um, and so, and I was feeling that burnout. So I like, it was a really difficult decision, honestly, but I was loving being in the mountains. We had an RV life was looking different. And I was like, if I could live out of the RV, we could just go live full time out of our RV together. But obviously I can't really like in the places that we were going, I couldn't do that and still get to a hospital. Like we were going like far out on like forest roads. Um, So all of these things together kind of led me to exploring opportunities outside of nursing and at the time, my last assignment in Denver was with Trusted. And that, so I, I was familiar with their nurse advocate team, the, the people on the care team that are not recruiters, but are kind of like your go-to person. They're also nurses. Um, mm-hmm. And they hire exclusively nurses for that role in order to support our clinicians. And so I was familiar with that and applied. Um, and I really liked at the time, like when it felt like, like during COVID, it felt not so good to be a nurse. Like you didn't feel really supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got a pizza. You got a pizza. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A pizza here and there, but you know, otherwise like the support was pretty lacking. Um, but I remember distinctly on, I'd worked with trusted before, but on my last assignment during COVID, I felt so supported by them. Like I felt more supported by them than nurses who are working staff at the facility felt supported by the hospital. So it really just kind of like made me think that they were a company that I would want to like continue working with in some capacity. So I ended up exploring the nurse advocate option to go remote and continue to, in a way it was like, it also felt like I was giving back to other nurses to help try to provide them with the type of travel experience that I loved for so many years. Um, So yeah, that was kind of like the, the pivot point uh, in my career path. And then now to your current role. So you, you took on a a nurse advocate role in the traveler driven organization. And then how did that impact the healthcare industry? Yeah. So Trusted um, matches travel nurses and now allied health professionals with travel jobs across the country, 
But the way that we do this is a little bit different from how it's traditionally been done. Um, we don't have recruiters and we are really clinician focused. Like I think largely because we don't make a commission, we really, and because the care team is largely clinician led, we really care about what like the nurse or the allied health professional wants. Like right. we take their priorities into mind. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we're motivated to do what's best for the clinician rather than just like seeking out our own commission. Right. Um, so I, you know, my first role, I was working with uh, our travel nurses. Um, and I currently now I work on our marketing team um, where I really get to use my own nursing and travel experience to make sure that we're connecting with our audience in the right ways. Like I've lived their pain points. Like I, I know kind of like what the bumps in the road are as a traveler. And like, so I can help to figure out on our end, like what resources and content can we make to help support our travelers through this? Um, so it's, you know, it's still, even though I'm further removed from the bedside at this point, it, it feels good to kind of keep a finger on the nursing community just because that part of my career was so important to me. Yeah. It's so funny that you say that because the whole purpose of me starting a wanderlust podcast was that, that I was able to offer my experiences going from bedside to backpack, you know, offering advice, being there. If one person listens, great. And if 99 want to dismiss what I'm saying, at least I, you know, I was able to get across to that one person that may have needed and not been able to ask for that type of help. So we're sort of kind of the same apples and oranges for the same. And now with your organization, there are other organizations that say, but we'll make sure it's different without calling out, you know, any other companies. Of course, we don't want to do that. But what makes trusted different than other organizations that anybody would say, you know what? I've already signed up with them. So I'm going to throw that. We were going to throw that bone in there. Ethan, I love him. I, I, I've already thrown that in. I've had to talk to him on several different occasions. He already knows me. He probably sees my phone call or my text message. like, oh my God. But, you know, definitely, I, I have to say, um, has been there for me through in and out, the goods and the bads. But what makes your organization so different than all the rest? Yeah, we have probably the number one thing is that we have both nurses and allied health care pro uh, professionals in every single part of our business. That is teams from engineering, leadership, marketing, and obviously the care team. And so Trusted has really gone above and beyond to really understand the uniqueness of the travel clinician's experience um, and they really lean on the, the clinicians that we have internally to help guide our business in a way that is also really good for our travel clinicians. Um, and so everybody that leads to everyone that trusted, just making sure like we're coming to work to make sure that patients everywhere are receiving the care that they need yeah. and the clinicians are getting there in a way that is like a flexible career that like supports and fits their lifestyle and unique needs. Um, and, you know, it's like we talked about earlier, like you don't have a recruiter. So you have a lot of autonomy in your job search with Trusted. Like you're only applying to jobs you want to apply to. And like, you're really guiding your own 
job search. And in the other world, you know, the versus the other world that we talked about, there are some times where it can be annoying to get the same, you know, um, hey, I have this offer in Boo Boo, Montana, but you may not want to go. But sometimes it feels like almost you're forced to have to take an assignment that may not meet all of your checkoff. I talk a lot about as a travel nurse, you need a checkoff box. You have to be real. Keep it real with yourself. I want to accept an assignment that's within an hour of uh, the airport. I have aging parents. I need to go, you know, if I have to go back on an emergency, I want to be in, in a comfortable area where I'm not obviously in a high crime area. Like there's checkoff boxes. And when you're offered assignments or you're pushed to take assignments, that you are, don't meet your checkoff boxes, you almost feel forced and it, it takes the fun out of what it is this travel world is supposed to be doing, you know? How does the mission and the vision of the organization allow, uh, like align and allow your personal values to match? Yeah, um, so I mentioned that leaving nursing was a really difficult decision for me. Um, and I think I think a lot of nurses would agree that Nursing is a profession that's unique in the sense that a lot of our identity and like personality is like tied to nursing. We're a profession that is very proud to be a nurse. And like, we really feel that in our person. Oh, um, in our being. Yeah. So I was worried about leaving a job where I felt that passionate and like, I felt like it was so much a part of who I was. Um, and so while the work I do now can't replace the feeling of, you know, a very rewarding day at the bedside, I am passionate about creating a travel experience that is fulfilling for other healthcare professionals. Like my travel years were so impactful on my life in such a positive way. And I want others to have that similar experience. So, you know, working with a company that is really about that flexibility for our clinicians is, has allowed me to still, you know, feel a sense of like passion and fulfillment with our work, even though it's not quite the same as, you know, being hands-on with your patients at the bedside. You are so right. You are so right. And if listeners, people listening in, um, I did also add a link to this podcast, but if they want to learn more information and resources and opportunities, and actually, let's say, do have a conversation with somebody that is interested in a career such as yours, or even involve themselves with the company, how would they go about that? Yeah. So set up an account with Trusted and just chat with our care team. Um, you know, like I said, it's made up of a bunch of individuals who really just have your best interest in mind and want to support you. Our nurse advocates, our clinicians, they they get it. Um, and they want they want to support you in that way. So um, you know, I think that check out Trusted if you haven't already. Um you know, I've worked with several agencies through my years, and there is a reason that I chose to work with Trusted. So, um, you know, I don't know any other agencies that have this many nurses and clinicians working behind the scenes. So our teams really do have our clinicians at heart. And so diverse, uh, you know, like I said, I've, I've talked to 
people in different, you know, I've talked to people from your um, credentialing department and then people from the the nurse resource department. And they're so diverse, culturally diverse, and everybody kind of understands and speaks the same language. And, and I think that's fantastic. I think that's wonderful. One of the main reasons, and I've been really public about it, that I left the bedside is because of the opportunities. Um, and the opportunities seem to be very matched with who is the favorite. And uh, that's something that is not seen because you're you're the same. Everybody's on the same playing field. I always say people are a blank canvas with me. It's what color you put on it. And with trusted and with, you know, most of the recruiting agencies, you're a blank, they're a blank canvas. They see you as a blank canvas. I think that's so refreshing and so rewarding to somebody who is leaving for, like you said, either compassion, just not having that compassion, not feeling that compassion, just being exhausted, um, COVID, uh, financial, uh, just wanting to get away, just having to learn stuff. There's so many different reasons that going into a company like Trusted, where you're seen as an individual and not as something that's already on a canvas is, is fantastic. I, I really, I do. I'm, I'm glad that I joined uh, the trusted team and I, I hope that later on I get to do an assignment with, uh, with trusted, but it's great also that that door is always open. So I'm not as a traveler, I've signed up with trusted, but I'm not obligated to just sign with trusted. If this assignment doesn't work, they're welcoming in, m- m- welcoming me in with open arms for the next one. Hey, I'll contact you in three months. I have more opportunities. You're getting the emails. You know, it's just such a revolving and open door that you don't feel like you have to stick with one company. You can have a few. That's, I think that's awesome. This is, this is definitely check out trusted. If you haven't guys, seriously. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're a staff nurse considering travel nursing, go for it. You know, if you don't like it, you can always go back to a staff job. Um, but travel could potentially be the greatest thing that you do for yourself personally, professionally, financially. So it's definitely, it's just worth a try. Good. I'm. You are so delightful. I have enjoyed this time, and I'm sure that everybody that's listening has enjoyed it too, and has gotten a lot of ideas, notebooks, and jotted stuff down. And um, I'm sure that your phone will be ringing off the hook after this. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on today. I. This has been such a fun part of my day. So thank you so much, Miss Audrey. I appreciate you coming and taking the time with us. And hopefully maybe we can have you back again at a roundtable discussion about uh, PEDS, something that you're really familiar with when we're talking about current events and current topics. I would love to have you back. Yeah. Awesome. I'd love to come back. So yeah, keep me in mind. All right, guys. Well, you have it. This is Miss Audrey with Trusted Healthcare. And if you haven't gone and checked out Trusted, you should very well do. There's a link at the bottom of the page. And as always, I've enjoyed our time. Please love the emails, love the comments. Get back to me with anything that you can, okay? Until next time.